Smash cut. Here's this thing that happened, you guys. Uh, I did uh, a couple of shows around town this week, and Mm -hmm. the bit that is larger than life is now double size. It's I've I've doubled it. I've it's It's, now a twenty minute bit. Yeah. (laughs) There's no. I don't even know. Like if I I I just decided last night to pop in the middle of it and work my yeah. way out. Interesting. <laughs> it was it was a way to do it because um you know I'm doing the made of bees joke, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, that is now on. It's Christmas, you guys. It's Hanukkah. It's all the things. Feel free to empty my garage of bee hats and bee t-shirts and all the other <laughs> merch that you might possibly want. Uh, but here's the here here's what everybody just missed. The fact that the Dork Forest t-shirts and the bee shirts were listed at $35 instead of $40. That which includes shipping. But I had to raise the prices because po- uh, postage went up and I had to switch uh printers union printers union made shirt printers and um they went up so the shirts are almost fifteen dollars and the shipping is at least five so thank you for addressing this pressing question everyone's been asking me what's up with i feel bad whenever i raise whenever i raise the prices i always feel bad and i try to do like sort of just a hundred percent markup and then yeah unforeseen costs or whatever they are it's okay to go you know it it's it's not easy for you to have t-shirts and order them and keep them and it's work for you to send them out and they're based on a bit that's a great bit that and they're great t-shirts like you i don't think you have to apologize for making them normal yeah because yeah i just for some reason uh i wanted everyone to know (laughs) that 20 seconds we we need to start we need to go to a rock concert and see how much uh musicians charge for their shit and then for we their non-union made like yes like right right they're thin I, and not cool and they're but they might look cool and you love the band I so they're 45 no maybe they're all whatever but taylor swift and beyonce i'm guessing their t-shirts are closer to a hundred dollars than closer than your, i don't know i bought charging. i bought music man t-shirts when i went and saw music the music man with hugh grant this isn't comparable but there was music involved and other people were selling t-shirts so it's something mm-hmm. and you made uh, it sound like you went on a date with hugh grant but keep going hugh grant and i uh he did he has getting a divorce uh from a woman who by the way looks kind of like this uh so <laughs> oh, good for him Deborah, for sticking it out deborah furnace yes furnace yeah. i think that's her name yeah uh, everyone She's... loved him because he was like oh you married you married same normal... age you stayed stay you stayed with her and uh but mm-hmm. he's gone hollywood but he took a long time he and I don't know that they went Hollywood or if they just sort of grew apart and they'll regret it. I Absolutely. have a neighbor, by the way. Yes. Right. I have a neighbor who they got divorced probably tw- 50, 20 years ago. They've been they've been divorced for like 20 years. Um, but he comes over like three times a week, sleeps over, and they have breakfast. And he lives what, somewhere what else. What else do they have? Jackie. Uh, You've described my dream marriage. It's right. A divorce. Right? 
the credibility of being married. I used to do yes. this joke in my 30s. I was like, there's something about being divorced in your 30s that holds a certain amount of credibility. <laughs> you tried. You gave society's norms the good old college try. My sister yes. got married. Oh, my gosh. Darla? Uh, yeah, last Sunday, Darla, Darla and Sam got married. And uh, the kids came to the wedding uh, dressed as dinosaurs because marriage is anachronistic. And... Uh, <laughs> There's a video on Facebook of the kids dancing, doing uh, like a planned, choreographed sort of jig of some sort. That's not what it was. But you um, know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, the famous Armenian jigs. Uh, it's, yes. Uh, yes. And <laughs> they, uh, but the, they, she didn't, they were like, we're just doing it. And then we're going to have a nice dinner. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I mean, you know, the way this country's going, uh, you, you should get gay married if you can you know? Right. Although well, probably I think not in her state. In she wanted, well, state. no, she wanted to cover all the bases all the times. And right. yeah, because they have jumped through all the legal things, sort of like my mother-in-law with her partner, they did all yeah. the legal things so that they could share their, their income and their and, estate. And the, if someone's yeah. in the hospital, all that kind of stuff, all yeah. that stuff. But this, this will, will be another step in that direction. So Congrats. It's unfortunate that they have to uh, do all these things, but so, so An- another sister-in-law in the Jackie Cation uh, scrapbook. I've been describing her as my sister-in-law <laughs> for 20 years anyway, just because um, it's but Jackie, You have an unwieldy 20 minute chunk of material now. Is that what you're right. telling me? That's what I'm telling you. I jumped in the middle of it. The made of bees essentially, because uh, I, I wanted to. I thought I kind of figured a, a sort of a personal anger uh, angle about the anger bit, mm-hmm. but the anger bit is hooked up also uh, tangentially to the driving bit. And then also very much in the middle of the America bit. Oh my God. <laughs> and I didn't even work on the America chunk last night. I did. Uh, I did the crow last night uh, with Laura house. I and saw picks. Mary Kennedy yeah. mm-hmm. and um, it was really fun. The really nice audience. although i will say this after my set a very nice woman who told me she was a poet uh came up to me and said that she knew she knows someone who's the funniest woman she's ever met and i'm like i am standing right Why? here thank the you fuck so much she's yeah after a show with you and laura house and mary kennedy she's coming up to tell you about a different funny woman i'll, I'll right. I already and, hate her guts and i don't care what kind of poetry well she writes. <laughs> the next line out of her out of her pie hole was uh she's been doing it two months and uh i kind of flinched i have to say but i kept i i stayed in i stayed in and and then she goes so i was just wondering if there was uh any kind of mentoring program i i put this in the i put this in the in the in the chat but uh she said, I, I just wonder if there's any kind of mentoring program in stand-up comedy. And before she was done speaking that sentence, I went, no, no, there is not. And I have this to say, not it, not it, not it. And uh, I just I started backing away. And um, she didn't kind of get the hint. She was like, oh, well, because, you know, in poetry. And I said, yes, in poetry, I'm sure there's a mentoring program. I'm sure there's a lot of. I said, know- the closest you could do is pay $300 for like a class. No, the, here's your mentor in comedy, the audience. That's it. Okay. It's not another comic. You get in front of an audience and they it's tell cheaper. you, they slowly yeah. start to tell you what's funny about you and what isn't. And that's uh-huh. it. You can't get away from it. You know? Right. Right. 
Um, last night, what Paul? What is Paul's last name? I can't remember. It's probably for the best since he did a Sullivan? weird plantation joke. Um, Paul Mercurio. Paul... Uh, no, <laughs> I like okay. that you've got Danka. Uh, Thing names nope. I'll have to believe. Nick DePaulo. <laughs> <laughs> Polly Shore. Paula Bell. Please, could the next literally Paula Bell? 42 minutes just be you, <laughs> Paula Poundstone? Um, yeah, and it's making me realize there are not enough Pauls in comedy. There's a lot of Joshes, like a lot. Oh, yeah. And right? I think Pauls need to step up. Josh is kind of a good name. Paul's an okay name. It's a great name. comedy name. Paul yeah. sounds like a Paul is more of a bouncer name, and Josh is a good comedy name. It yeah. just besides the fact joshing, it just seems. The, <laughs> wow, I did got, not go to joshing. I didn't go that. But it's got like you. A, you got a J and you got an a sh. You know, it's like shh, quiet. I'm talking. I'm telling jokes. Uh. <laughs> well, Paul is just like a punch in the face. But, you know, no one can, it's not, you can't help who's named you, right? I was, I felt good the other night. Uh, I was talking to Adam Ferrara at Flappers. um, And a young woman came up and said, oh, it's so good to see you. And then um, she said, I was just talking about how great you were, Adam Hunter. And to Adam (laughs) Ferrara. To Adam Ferrara. (laughs) And here's the thing is Adam Hunter was on the same lineup. So I, it I, felt like something that I would do, quite honestly. And so when she walked away, I was like, "Oh, that was kind of great that she." I'm so sorry that she called you Anna Hunter. And he goes, "It's fine. She got the first name right. I don't care." It's so, they're they're so different comics. Yeah, it's it's really funny that you'd whatever. Um, right, right. I, but they uh, they both have short and and Anna Ferrara is sort of Italian looking, and I'd say extremely. <laughs> in the, in the best Hunter. way possible. I don't right. want emails. Oh, <laughs> and know that Laurie Gilmartin enjoys that uh, that uh, that best way possible that Italian men have of looking. I so, like a swarthy guy. Yes, you, you do indeed. And then and then Adam Hunter is super whitey magoo, but uh, but they're both well, very Adam fit. Ha- yeah, Adam's very attractive. He's he's blonde, but also he's like he does MMA. He's got that look. And Adam uh, Ferrara. And I don't know. I didn't expect us to detail uh, or be body <laughs> physical male comics, <laughs> right? The uh, does not do MMA, but he's also very fit. Uh, yeah, and uh, they're both very funny. And uh, they're both named Adam. <laughs> let's end like, this conversation. Let's, let's keep moving. Keep let's moving. wrap it up. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I I asked for a set, and 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 Josh was nice enough uh, to give me a set. One yes. of the Joshes of comedy, and mm-hmm. um. But he put me last on Saturday night. And so I was 1230, 1230. And he gave me five minutes. And I just okay. said, I'm doing eight. Because uh, <laughs> I was last. <laughs> and I'm desperately trying to figure out this set. Plus, right. I have two ideas for late night sets. Mm. Um, and I And I need to, I have a pretty good copy of one of them. Because I did right. West Side this week as well. West Side uh, Comedy theater yeah and that's a 15 minute set and with jasmine ellis that was super fun oh fun and um then i did mary kennedy was at both flappers and at the crow so i ran into a bunch of people that i don't normally uh run into well jackie 
I, okay, I had quite a weekend. So, yeah. you know, on Friday, I was supposed to be at a club in Utah. It closed right. the week before. Uh, I'm supposedly getting money, you know, for, I put, I spent money on airfare already. You sure know? did. All comics, when we get a gig, we're already in the hole at least three to $500. Yes. Yeah. At yeah. least, right? Right. So I should be getting that, but I haven't yet. And uh, I should be getting a little portion of the performance fee. Not enough, but whatever. Okay. Uh, so so then my original plan was to do that and then pop over to New York for Saturday night and have just right. like a, you know, a fun weekend of a long set and a bunch of little shorties, right? Mm -hmm. So the long set cancels. And now I, I have to get a different flight. I have to fly out to New York from Burbank instead of from Salt Lake City. That's uh, And then, so I get that flight. Then uh, Marin, Mark Marin texts me and asks me if he wants me to open for him on Friday night at, uh, at the Dynasty. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> let me, let me. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, but I had to eat that flight that I had just bought. You know what? It's weird because I asked him if I could open for him at Dynasty. And he said, sure. And then never followed up on it and then asked you. So he might think we're the same person again. Oh, a lot very of annoying. <laughs> Very annoying. <laughs> Except for that but you got the great. Was it a great show? Oh, I'm sorry. It was Go. a great show. But I, I definitely would not expect. I would expect you to insert some resentment in me <laughs> having a great show. Exactly. I have some resentment yes. in you just getting the gig. And then I'm <laughs> happy that you had a great show. How about that? Okay. But anyway, so then I had to get another flight. This will be my third flight to New York for a weekend of six spots or a weeknight. So I definitely lost a lot of money this weekend. Uh, I took the old, the old JetBlue standby. Right. Right. Um, but that's okay. Cause I really, uh, I, I just, I, per, you know, I've been doing a lot of shows where I'm like, it, it, like local kind of shows, uh, where I'm like, am I funny? Like not, <laughs> no, and, no, and I get that. Yeah. He, he, like Maria brings in an audience that loves him and they're excited for comedy. They're not, they didn't, a show didn't pop up while they were having drinks at the bar, <laughs> right? you know? And uh, so it was, it was a great, it was a fun set. And uh, I just, I would, you know, any, anything like that at the dynasty or Largo, I would, you know, move things Elysium. around if possible. Yeah to open for it for people like that gary goldman as well so uh so that was fun uh flew out to new york and then i was at the stand for all six spots and six i guess spots. i know because they have two rooms and so they just do three a night at each one and patrick just threw me up on all of them and it was so much fun i it's weird because i as i was going out i'm like oh wait it's december these are holiday crowds keep that in mind and i i had enough to Good. keep in mind that like the the first show, every every comic was like that audience. They're just holiday dim, you know. They're Ugh. yeah. They've never been to a comedy show where they don't, you know. They're they're that right. People, they're right? doing something. They're they're doing yes. something. They're not going to see comedy. Right. They're just doing it's something. Part of their New York City night, right? And so this is, right. but I think this is across the country. You know, I yeah. think these this oh, month is just not an art month. It's a hard one artistically, right? So. So then I, because I knew that I, I had more fun on stage. I wasn't like, Oh, I'm never going to get booked back at the stand. I was <laughs> like, no, first of all, all the comics so far have hated this audience. And I already knew ahead of time. And so it was no big deal. Going and, in with and, the right attitude. Nice play. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, fun shows. I, I, um, I, I, 
I was so happy because I'm in the green room downstairs, right? And um, in walks, uh, you know, I love meeting new comics, Jackie. Do Don't we all? That <laughs> <laughs> just happened. <laughs> who, who just took you away from? Who are you? <laughs> but I even love it more when someone I know, we have a shared history, is on the show with me. It's going to spend a couple hours hanging out with me. And it was the great Marina Franklin. Oh. So she walks in. I've known her for like 20 years. Yeah. And she's also wearing a mask. Oh, so there... it's me and her. We both have our snazzy Buddies. Uh, man... Buddies. Saturday night Manhattan black masks on. We are looking at delight. Beautiful. The... I think. Chic. 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 And uh, she has like a seven minute chunk on COVID that um, I, I just was mesmerized watching because she had breast cancer. She's like talked about this. She has a bit about it. Um, so she tells the crowd I'm vulnerable. Right. Like medically vulnerable. Yeah. And then she, um, she's not masking on stage, but she takes it off as she walks to the stage, which is something I do too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she just talks about it and she talks about, you vaccines. are vindicated. You are just, it's nice to be vindicated. It's no, nice I'm not to vindicated. be. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying no, like she. Me in what? general. No, this is not a, that is not a criticism. I'm happy. Okay, go. No, I mean like the way she's talking about it. Like I go, I dip into it very quickly and then I'll talk about my mom dying of it later. But she opens, like opens uh, holiday shows in on a Saturday night in Manhattan talking about COVID and the audience is sort of like, they don't want to hear it a little bit, you know, none of them, they're not masked and they don't give a shit and they all, they're all sniffling. Right. And, uh, (laughs) but she keeps going and she's got great jokes and she's, she's kind of, she's giving out information in jokes while pretending to be opposed to the information, which I think is like genius. And uh, it was just, it was just great to watch. She's so funny. And she, I love her timing. I've always loved her timing. She's got a very slow timing. And she, I was just thinking like she and Ted Alexandro have always had a very slow, deliberate timing since I've known them. And if Um, if you're like a slow talking comic, check out Marina, especially her, her, her bit early on that like struck me from like the early 2000s was talking about her Haitian boyfriend. Like it takes a while and she, she stays on it and then it fucking starts to destroy. It's great. That's, that's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. I've never had that kind of patience. I'm like, just me neither. Just throw them more information. And at the very (laughs) least they're interested. (laughs) They're getting right. I'm like, Oh, there's not a laugh. I got to say something. Yes. I'm paralyzed with the fear of being told women aren't funny and it will never leave me. So it's really affected how I perform and it. It it will always will. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why it's so. Probably just I hate silence. So um, I have oh, two podcasts. Yeah, I think I think, <laughs> I think you, everyone. And you, Andy's stopping you from having three. <laughs> Andy's podcast—they discontinued it. I was like, "How do you do that? How do you just say no? I'm done." Uh, <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> it's, uh, right. I mean, he's got a hundred episodes of ethics and video games. Uh, oh, wow. I believe it's lost him two jobs, and uh, because. <laughs> Did they give up on having ethics in video games? There's, there's no. Well, he would go. This. He would go to the. He would go to the interview, and he's like, "Do you have an ethics department?" And they would never call him back. Uh, oh my gosh! So, yeah, and so, but it is. It's 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 
really important discussions and then they started having guests that were really cool and and it was about sort of the monetization of of games the use of 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 what you know much like stand-up comedy like what things can be talked about in video games and what things shouldn't be talked about in video games and of course the answer to that is there's nothing that shouldn't be talked about in video games and in stand-up comedy it's just how you do it and um and just the presentation it was funny adam hunter had some very funny stuff and it was pro-trans for the wrong reason <laughs> you know what sometimes that's all take what you can get from some of these male comics that's right like and my, remember my dad uh when hillary the hillary election my dad said she's not hot but she's overqualified that's a and vote. i was i, I was like vote. that is a vote in the right direction <laughs> elliot i'll take it <laughs> Uh, I was like, and why does she have to be hot at 72? What's happening? Jackie, so, why did you ask? Don't ask that I question. I know. I didn't actually. Uh, just because uh, sometimes there's, uh, it's futile. My father's <laughs> car has, has, uh, is, is in the, is in the shop. And so he's finding out what it's like to not have a car. And uh, turns out he doesn't like it. And um, so he's always going to be driving your 86 year old father. Well, my uh, the the scuttlebutt is is this is the way we get the car away from him it can't be fixed right because and and he's like he keeps hitting things but yes but then he talks them into thinking it's their fault and then they give him whatever cash is in their wallet and saying <laughs> so what you're doing is you're not only cutting off his legs you're hurting a revenue stream <laughs> so <laughs> Are you, are you, when he finally passes, are you guys just going to be given keys to little safety deposit, safe deposit boxes all over the country where he stored cash? That is adorable uh, that you would think that my father <laughs> that that had any sword, sort of plan. Uh, in, in uh, As far as I can tell, his attitude towards money is that money is there to be spent and then you make more money and then you spend it and then you make more money and then you spend it. And then eventually your son hands you a hundred dollars a week. And, uh, <laughs> gotcha. so yeah, I don't, uh, but I will say this is I've, I've, I've printed the cow, different cow shirts, you know, all the cow paintings. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I put them on t-shirts because, uh, my, my nephews and niece wanted them and I have yet to get actually, um, I haven't asked the extended family, but they're 20 bucks a piece. They are not union made and I'm getting them from sticker mule. So, um, yeah, but Darla might set up a tea public. <laughs> she might set oh. up a t-shirt thing where you could order an Elliot cow shirt, uh, <laughs> which will be like 20 bucks. You want sunglasses cow? You hook it up. My dad will get like two bucks and, uh, maybe he can start taking cabs every day. It gets that taste. Yeah. Oh, he, he's going to want to taste. There's a great picture on my sister's Facebook where Judah is wearing an orange, uh, the Ferdinand Bull cow. Yeah. And my dad, all you see is the back of my dad's head looking at it going, what the hell is this? Why <laughs> would anyone want this? And you're like, well, you can't, you can't tell what people are going to buy, dad. Um, <laughs> let's see. So I did. I two... ha- yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it's you're, if you're talking comedy, I was just going to say, Charmy is like too quiet. I have to keep checking it. She's not chewing something. <laughs> oh, right, right. Don't be too happy, doggo. And uh your your quietness is suspect. Uh I yeah, so I think I did I think I did four sets 
this week. I go to Ann Arbor on Thursday. Yeah. And it's an early flight. It's a 530 in the morning flight. I get Ugh. to Detroit at one. Um, I rented a car. LAX, yeah. And who's and Andy's taking you? I don't understand it either. I mean, it's twenty years <laughs> later. <laughs> it was, you know. Oh, that's right. Last night at the Crow, Laura was talking about how um, how great Brian is, her her fiance, and. Um, and she was talking about the things that, that he did. And I was reminded, Jim Wooster, uh, stand-up comic, uh, used to do stand-up, hasn't done stand-up in a, in a half a decade. So, uh, But he's very funny. He's a really good writer. But he used to do this bit about when he got into his 30s, dating for men, just the bar gets so much lower where, you know, he's standing next to someone at a party and she introduces him as, this is the guy that didn't try to sell my hair. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and obviously that's emotionally true that's not a real that's not that's not a truth oh jackie you won't let that go not ever <laughs> nor the hero of 9-11 i will not there will be no jackie no we all have a hero of 9-11 moment all right please have we... I, don't know. I don't know that i do um I have, I, I, I mine aren't quite as uh, elaborate. I mean, that is so enormous and elaborate and de- Jackie, delightful. Jackie, the night is young. You, there, uh, c- catastrophes are coming for us, and you could be the hero of them if you want to tell a tale. <laughs> I once met Atlantis. Uh, that's not a person. Okay, uh, it is in the comic books, I think. But, uh, but the oh um, I, all right, I've weeded <laughs> off. I'm gonna get back into the. I'm gonna get back into the middle, you guys. Get back into the middle. Uh, this week uh, on the door. Forest, uh, Adam Felber. Do you know you know him, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. In fact, his sister Susie used to book this great show in in Manhattan. I forget the name of it, but it was a lot of fun. And uh, our kids are almost exactly the same age. And I have pictures of her son and my son when we were very little swimming at the Jackie Robinson pool up uh, on One Forty Fifth Street. It was a lot of fun. He's doing a new podcast with uh, uh, Debuchet. Um... Andre Dubuche. Thank you, Andre Dubuche. Mm-hmm. And Dubuche. Um, Dubuche. Oh, that's it. Yeah. And then Adam Spiegelman. Okay, cool. So uh, th- they wanted to be on the pod, and I was like, "You can all be on the pod, but uh, you all have to come separately." I understand uh, your Adam situation because now we've had four Adams featured on this podcast in less than a half. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's um, devastating. It's it's funny that uh uh but Adam Felber now here's a fun fact. Adam Felber's mother was uh a romance writer, romance right. novelist, yeah. Regency romance novelist, which is my porn of choice. And I looked her up <laughs> and it's Edith Layton, which isn't her real name, L-A-Y-T-O-N. Right. And much like uh, all country music stars, all romance novel authors have to sound like they came from the British Isles. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but uh, uh, I think racism. But whatever it is, um, mm-hmm. Edith Layton wrote for Signet Romances, Regency, and they were not the sexiest romances, but they were almost the best researched. They were always the best researched and the oh. funniest. It had the, the, the best chance of being witty. Well, have you, have you read her work yet? I have read her work, but not in, um, not because she, most of, she, she has probably 65 books and she wrote most of them in the 90s. 
Yeah, and I so, know Susie's like very her daughter Adam's sister is like very invested in preserving her legacy and stuff like that. Oh, that's neat. Okay, yeah. Well, she's great, and then and then, but his main his main dorkdom was a. Um, that's not true. He, he talked about Terry Pratchett, who is a science fiction fantasy writer, and then he also talked about Pogo. I wonder if uh, your son would like Pogo. Quite honestly, Pogo and uh, he might be too old because uh, uh, both Adam Felber and Andy Ashcraft started reading Pogo when they were eight, and it's sort of anthropomorphized animals. And mm. um, Pogo was, was written in the fifties, and it ended up being incredibly political, but it didn't start out as political. It was just the Okefenokee Swamp. Have you ever heard of that? No, it sounds like something my son will have to come to later in life. Right. Or never. And that's fine because there's uh, so much content that uh, there's absolutely no reason for anyone to have to go back in time. I mean, sure, probably Shakespeare. I don't know. The Tao. But yeah. uh, there's no need for like to pick up the original comic books of Superman. Anyway. Okay. Um, should we take, should we do our, take a break? And oh, do yeah. Comic? Yeah. Hello, sleepyheads. Sleeping with Celebrities is your podcast pillow pal. We talk to remarkable people about unremarkable topics, all to help you slow down your brain and drift off to sleep. For instance, we have the remarkable Neil Gaiman. I'd always had a vague interest in life, culture, food preparation. Sleeping with Celebrities, hosted by me, John Moe, on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Night, night. All right. So I worked with this woman uh, in West Virginia, in that Morgantown, West Virginia gig. And she mm -hmm. was super fun and just sort of like, kind of like really, really interesting. Like, I, I don't think she's been doing it more than 10 years. Right. Uh -huh. And so, um, so it's so funny watching people just examine like, okay, it's Chelsea. Lasnik, H-L-A-S-N-I-C-K. Chelsea Lasnik, uh, you were great. I enjoyed your set a great deal. Super fun, super funny. Uh, and it was sort of like it had gender stuff. It had really good dick jokes. It had, uh, it had mental illness talk. It was, it was really interesting. And it's got so much potential uh, for a lot of punchlines. And it had West, many punchlines. West Virginia based, like started yeah, in Morgan, Morgantown and stuff? Like I believe lives in Morgantown, West Virginia. Wow. Which is a That's college town. Be tough to base yourself out of, right? Right, or, but it's only an driving? hour out of Pittsburgh. Okay, so you so, have like those gigs in the south. I don't know. I I yeah. actually don't know my geography well enough to know what's a four-hour drive and a ten-hour drive. You know, east coast of the United States, all squished together. I can't. Uh... <laughs> oh, really? So Florida to Maine, it's no big deal. Okay. Yeah, Florida to, to Maine. I have a hard time uh, telling you one state from the other. Uh, I I can I can do Florida. I can do Maine. Congratulations. Uh, and I think I can do Massachusetts only because I lived there. So, uh, and then. Well, you know how, like, you could be a Sacramento comic, but it still doesn't. It, if you're going to do Bay Area gigs, you're looking at a, you know, four hours round trip or yep. three and a half, depending yeah. on traffic and stuff. It's not, yeah, it's not easy. As opposed to no. living in San Francisco, you're, you're pretty close to a lot of stuff. So even though, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, but Chelsea, yeah. So find her at uh, what's her handle? Uh, uh, at Chelsea H Comedy. So it's C H L S E A H 
C-O-M-E-D-Y. Go follow. Well, go follow. Find a And her book. last name is Lastnik? L-A-S-T-N-I-C-K? Okay. No, it's H. It's a silent H. N-I-C-K. Okay. Okay. Lastnik. And, um... I will say that coming back from Santa Monica last night from doing The Crow, I was so tired because I had just done all kinds of work during the day. And um, and as I, you know, when you crest over the 405 and you see the valley, Hour yeah. of the Valley, all so, laid yes. out <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in the night. It looks actually quite pretty if it's, uh, if it's clear. Yeah. I bet you it looked uh, pretty gross in the 70s when the spree smog. But, um, but now the air quality is much better. And um, we're, uh, I was driving in and I was so tired that I was literally reminded of when I had two day jobs and I did the open mics in Westwood and Santa Monica. God. When I first moved to Los Angeles in, in 97, 99, uh, until like 2003, which was when I quit my last day job and, um, knock on wood. And then, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, um, I called my old boss, uh, just to s- tell her, <laughs> cause she was the author of both of my jobs. I worked at the clothes ca- captioning company yeah. that she owned. And I also babysat for her kids for like five years. So as you were, as you were sailing into the valley, you called your old boss to say, "Yeah, hey, I was thinking about you. How you doing, Deborah Schuster? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I said, remember when we used to hang out every day back in the late 90s? And she was like, we did hang out every day. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you were my boss. <laughs> well, that's a touching, uh, touching story about uh, your former uh, employer. Right. I mean, she's, I knew her, you know, and then, and then when I, I finally, she was the one that when I finally quit that day job, she said, am I not being flexible enough, Jackie? (laughs) And she was letting me go on the road for two, six week runs or one 10 week run. And I would get to keep my insurance and she would just hire a temp. Jackie, is this lady hiring now? (laughs) I have about a year on this pace and then something drastic has to happen. Right, right. And so she, oh, uh, she lives in Palm I, Desert. She's retired. Okay. okay. I am, uh, I did hire Melanie Veazey. Oh, good. Emotional Rescue to, again, this is like big swings of money and I, fingers are crossed that it pays yeah. off on the other side, but she's going to redo, uh, my website and then we're going to do all the socials and hook everything all up and hopefully that's it perhaps in time for when the special comes out and yeah and then maybe thing maybe magic will happen i don't know yeah yeah give it a shot yeah um yeah so what do you got this week what do you this week i have uh i'm doing uh thursday i'm doing a joe mandelhorn gig uh and then tuesday i'm doing something um doing something on tuesday as well uh it's it's like a philosophical comedy show i i i I, i'll look into it on tuesday afternoon but it's uh (laughs) (laughs) but it's uh it's also it's also local friday i'm doing something in woodland hills um it's like a it's like a country club so check that out if you can Uh, that'll be on my instagram saturday i don't have anything um i'm open to i'm open to stuff on saturday right um I, my son moved up to, he made one, the first cut on this water polo thing. So, you know. Oh, cool. That's, it's good, but it's like, yeah. okay. So yeah, 
my uh I got a lot to work around this year till he gets his driver's license. But uh we'll see right. how that goes. Um, yeah. everyone is sick, you know. My kid has had a cough for like three weeks and no COVID, no strep. There's like a lot of little mystery things going around. Did right you now. do really... PCR? You did PCR, obviously, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, That's good. Think... I haven't. I've been the one telling you that. You yeah. actually double checked. Right me. back at you. Why don't right I back ask you. you to ask you to make sure you read a romance novel? I mean, <laughs> how insulting! Uh, I read them in spurts. You'll be happy to know I read them in spurts. I read other things. Uh, I forgot. I just looked at my calendar while you were rattling off where you might have been, and um... <laughs> I know you're not interested in my answers. Why do you ask the questions? I, well, we're not in this because I'm interested in your answers. Our <laughs> listeners are interested in your answers. Good point. Good point. <laughs> so I'm at uh, a Wino Vino or whatever it's called tonight. Ooh, Ooh. and um. And then I go, and and then I don't have anything. We're trying to figure out. Chris is home from the hospital, which is amazing. That's great. How's um, she feeling? She was feeling. She's you know two days. It's going to take her a couple of days to recover from being in the hospital for fifteen days. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's what killed my mom was the rehab from the hospital because of a, she had to learn to walk again because she'd been yeah. in a bed for like seven days. And I'm sure right. Chris has been in a, well, you can't be in a bed for 15 days right? and then just come home, but go back to normal when you're in your eighties. So you right. have to relearn this shit. Ugh. Right. So she's just, yeah. And she literally yesterday, she was like, I went in not that unhealthy and I've come out an old woman. Yes. And I was like, true. But I would also say that, um, she went in because she was probably going to die. Uh, so, what? What? The, well, she went in because of the pain spike in the hopes that they would figure out how to fix the pain spike. But, and they kind of have, they, they, that's why they kept her in is because they couldn't figure out why her back was hurting so bad. And they believe it to be the, uh, all this fluid that was around her lungs and uh, causing heart congestion and heart failure. Right. And um, so they gave her this pill that made her pee forever. And she came home with a with a pill that makes her pee forever, except for that she's not peeing that much, and so now she's panicking that that she's not peeing enough. And the, uh, wait, so the whole so thing that has that pee has nothing to do with the fluid around her lungs, right? There's it's not it did, somehow it did. that pee's not draw. It is. It's drawing it into the into yeah, the it's, it's literally or whatever. Really? Well, it's That's it's proce- it's processing all that water and oh. through her kidneys, and then making her pee more yeah so i don't think i used the right body part in that example but i'm not (laughs) i'm not gonna double check it afterwards no urethra that's what that's the that's the device that uh is the delivers the pee out into the world yes (laughs) finally somebody give Lori a science degree (laughs) jackie I don't know if you're like this because you're you're more Armenian than Irish, but the Irish Catholics we don't we deliberately do not know anything about our bodies. And even now, I when people start getting technical about bodies, I'm like, I'm not supposed to know that. It might get close to the vagina, and I'd shut off. Right. I will say this: they <laughs> catheterized 
her heart and i said this words i was, I, sh I she said they're going to go in through my neck here and i said why don't they go through the existing hole in your face and she's like jackie the hole in my face doesn't lead to my heart and uh, also the, the way you said it is so nasty like you wanted them to kill her no no the <laughs> hole in your face I don't know why they would poke a hole in her if there were other holes available, is always my question. But you it turns out they needed a vein. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's what I think of. And uh, so, but I will say that... Um, that so she's I'm I'm glad so she's been in less pain. Though last night she had a pain spike, but it was the first one in, you know, two days, day and a half. And she used to have them for every day and she's just, she's got a doctor's appointment today. Tomorrow she has a doctor's appointment. Here is something that she, sh she's mad about. She's the reason she gets seen when she goes to the hospital is because her oxygen level is super low. And so she came home with oxygen. So now she's wow. doing oxygen and, um, so and is, then, she, is yeah. someone coming to help her walk? Like a, how come she's not in rehab some? She can walk. Okay. She can walk and she can, and she can get up from the chair and she can use the toilet and she can do things. She just has to build her strength up again because like you said, she was in a, in a bed for 15 days. This is how, what should have happened with my mom that I didn't realize. But yeah. here's the thing. My mom, I'm sure would be dead by now because she was experiencing heart failure, but I always would tell my mom and she agreed. I just want you to die in bed. I want to Wake up in the morning, knock on your door with a smoothie, and find your corpse. That's what that's all I ever wanted. And it was not not what I got. It. Not what I got it. Anyway, hey, let's take a quick break, you guys. Somewhere in an alternate universe where Hollywood is smarter. And the Emmy nominees for Outstanding Comedy Series are Jet Pacula, Airport Marriott, Threpel. Dear America, we've seen you naked. And Allah in the family. In our stupid universe, you can't see any of these shows, but you can listen to them on Dead Pilot Society, the podcast that brings you hilarious comedy pilots that the networks and streamers bought but never made. Journey to the alternate television universe of Dead Pilot Society on MaximumFun.org. We took a quick break. Yeah, it was great. I, hold on. I have new lines. I have new avenues of comedy. I'm very excited about. I, I sort of just said something on stage at the stand, like about, you know, being a single mom. And, yeah. uh, and I got a round of applause uh, for, you know... <laughs> For my Which heroics. Is, right, and for your new premise. You're like, how did you know it was a new premise? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I was just saying it to for context. No, no, and I know. then And then it got around applause. And then I said something to, horrible about my son to offset it. He, <laughs> he, he knows it's not. He, he gets it. He gets, he gets it. it. Yeah. I'm trying to pay for college. But, uh, but I'm like, oh, all right, that's something. And then that sort of led to a couple new little avenues of the discovery that I, so I'm psyched and I, I kind of want to uh, do a lot of comedy this week while I have it in my head, in that patterns in my head and right. hopefully figure it out. So hopefully, hopefully a, a Saturday will pop open. Oh, why that's don't you cool. literally yawn while I'm talking, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, I have genuinely just been 
just cleaning and cleaning and clean and just doing all these things. Cause I'm going on the road again. Same thing happens every time I go on the road guilt. Uh, and then uh. I come back from the road and I'm mad that I, that I left, <laughs> which is also what guilt. A life. <laughs> I know. And so it always takes me like, uh, it, like the day or two before I go, I get all guilty and twitchy and, uh, it's charming to be around. And then I come home and then I'm, I'm guilty and, and, uh, resentful for a day and a half. And, as long as I can see the pattern, yes, Kyle, get out. Where did he? We go? lost him. I we know. lost him. So uh, he'll come back. So, but the it is still recording. And um, mm-hmm. but I um, but as long as long as yeah, as long as I can, it 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 used to be three days on both sides, and now it's just yeah. a day and a half on both sides. So I think by being able to recognize it, it has allowed me to um, to be fine. You know, I feel terrible about leaving my son because, because, you know, now like, you know, uh, he's alone a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom isn't here and his dad, you know, I thought his dad was co- come and go. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. So I do feel, I mean, you know, he's 17 and a, I'm not a half, but he's 17. So I'm, I'm sure it's fine. But I mean, you know, I don't know. It's, it, it's alone. Yeah. You know? It's not yeah. good. To me, it's not good. Maybe to him, it's great. I don't know. He seems very happy when I come back. <laughs> yes. So uh, I, I I feel guilty about that. And I don't, but I, you know, like the night before um, Thursday night, when I knew I had a, a red eye, I was trying to get a ton of sleep and I didn't because I was all worried about leaving him. Uh, but I had, I had a great time. I was happy to come back. It's, it's always, I always experience anxiety when I'm leaving him you know? Right. Right. And so you have to just, it makes you twitchy. And then you're just like, I'm trying not to have it bleed onto other people, you know, right. because it's all happening inside my head. Yeah. Who knows what, th- what they're thinking, you know, as I do it, they're, they're, they might be thinking, what a pain in the ass. I have to do everything now, but or they're like, or they're like, Oh, finally get I get out. some room. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah. you're three people in a tiny space now, right? You were two people in a small space. Yep. I had the same size space. That's it's not a big one. You, no, it's, it's not, not a large space. It's no. uh yeah. And uh <clears throat> we're doing uh, an advent calendar that uh Andy's friend Lee gave us and every day we get a new die. Yeah, a new dice. Today it was a four-sided die. It's it's the holidays, Laurie. What do you, what are you guys what are you guys doing? You guys uh... I don't know. I'm a Christian so I don't gamble on the holidays, Jackie. <laughs> uh <laughs> No, we're hang- I'm not. I'm an atheist, I think. But um we are we're hanging out He's doing local so stuff. So that on a pillow. I want that on a it's just like I don't gamble on the holidays. <laughs> um uh, because we're going away for um New Year's Eve, you know. I'm working up in Sacramento at the Punch That's right. Uh, th- that's New Year's Eve Eve. If you don't well want to be out on New Year's Eve and you're in Sacramento, I'm there the Friday and Saturday before New Year's Eve, which is a Sunday. Do your partying early, then stay home on New Year's Eve. Now, if you're in the yeah. in Marin, don't stay home on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Come right. see me on New Year's Eve in Marin. Both tickets available at Kilmartin.com. But uh, for the Christmas time, we'll we'll be around. We're not getting on a plane or anything like that. We'll just do some local stuff. Probably watch a ton of ton of zombie uh, content. Well, Merry Christmas. Um, the, uh, yeah, I just watched, I just watched <laughs> Love Actually for the first time. I love that movie. It was amazingly weird. 
Like, I think yeah. it wanted to be that cab movie for the, in Rome uh, where there's like f- six different stories. And, um, oh, with Audrey Hepburn? Uh, no, that, that was no. the old one. This was a not Roman holiday. It was, it's fine. Uh, okay. But whatever it wanted to be, uh, it, all, it almost a- achieved it. The only, and I was talking to Jasmine Ellis about this, the only weird, the weirdest scene was the uh, Kieran Knightley. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that guy was on Firefly, but they got married. And then um, his best friend, supposedly his best friend is in love with his wife. Oh, and with, oh with the cards, with the cards and yeah. with the band and with the being rude to her. And then she kisses him. And I was like, I don't like any of this. I <laughs> and, uh, and I was thinking, somebody said to me yeah no one was actually i think it was brian kiley was saying that no one was actually in love <laughs> there was very little love liam neeson and his stepson i think there was uh, love. that was adorable i, I gotta watch it i haven't seen it long enough to remember all these particulars right and and it was um it was mesmerizing and and very sweet in parts of it and the fact that whoever hugh grant who played hugh grant's secretary i can't remember but they kept calling her fat oh and, my god um, and she was like an eight a size eight or something right? <laughs> very toxic i was like all right slow down the early 2000s were were full of just a lot of and then and then billy Horrible. bob thornton played george w bush and um <laughs> you like a new person would come on screen and you're like he's i'm pretty sure that person's famous <laughs> and it's yeah. me and chris and neither one of us know who anybody is <laughs> so. yeah it's a lot of people be pre their major fame right colin firth and learning portuguese that was sweet actually Ah, uh, yeah and, and um but there was some fat jokes there with the with the portuguese woman's sister uh was heavier than and they just said, well, if you'd lose some weight, if you'd find a guy or, I mean, it was just, it was, uh, it was intimidating is what I'm saying. Jackie, I, need to, I, think, I had pie I think... for breakfast. I need to not eat pie. We've established that comedy does not age well. Most comedy does not age well. <laughs> right. Enjoy your comedies now because you're not going to enjoy it in 20 years. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street uh, with Natalie Wood is uh, the yeah. Shawshank Redemption of Christmas movies. Uh, get out there. <laughs> uh-huh. There's not a bad scene in it. It's amazing. Miracle on 34th Street with Thelma Ritter saying, mm. Mommy wants to talk to Santa Claus too. Uh, so very funny. I uh, I took my son to that one. Uh, we saw the movie and then I took him to that Macy's for uh, one, of the Santa, one of his Santa Clauses, uh, one of his Christmases early on when he still kind of believed. And it was a lot of fun. It was cool. They did a great That's job. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't have a problem. I, as far as I'm concerned, Santa's probably real. What do I care? Uh, so, at this at this late date, I think we're pretty close. No, we aren't. We're easily five minutes away from being right? done. Wow, <laughs> Tyson's angry about it. Well, Jackie. All right, she's gnawing on her own paw. That's good. She's doing here's, her nails. Here's what I do want, though, is I would yeah. love everyone in Michigan to come to Ann Arbor on Thursday. There's one show on Thursday early, one show on Friday early. My The dates on my website are wrong. I have to fix that as well. And uh, the times, rather, not the dates, because it's 7, 8, 9. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. One show Thursday, one show Friday, two shows Saturday. Uh, I'm also planning on going to your Zingerman's. And having what 
is possibly the best fried chicken I've ever had in my life. Um, which is amazing because I'm not a huge fried chicken fan, but um, I'm 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 on board. I'm willing to I'm willing to do this because uh, I I hung out with Robert Jenkins and a couple other comics last time I was there. He's a sort of Michigan based. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a gun nut, right? He's not a he's not a gun nut. His episode of the Dork Forest made him look like a gun nut because it was during lockdown, and he showed us all of his guns while he sat in the dark in his basement. Well, but, guess what. You've, you've permanently slotted in my head as a gun nut. He's that. Well, he, uh, the entire episode was about gun safety, Lori. Gun safety. He's mm-hmm. also a lawyer for the state of Michigan, so he's uh, he Michigan knows. and a room of guns. Jackie, I'm sorry. There's nothing you can say to dissuade me of my opinion. <laughs> he's a big fan of their uh, of their governor. She's great. Big Gretch. I love Big Gretch. Big Gretch is good. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I had something and then, oh, you, we asked Roger Feeney if he still likes me. Like, do a little <laughs> detective work. Because I forget, don't you have to text him and be... Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I may, I may have dropped the ball, but but uh, I sometimes I can't keep track of who hates me in this business. Right. Or if they're even thinking about me is my whole thing. I'm just like, oh, you must hate me. And then they're like, no, I forgot that you existed and i was like wow well, somehow that burns more i yeah um, i'd rather be hated than forgot <laughs> that's that's my comedy legacy I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> right i just uh um i'm trying to get jesse from jordan jesse go on the dork forest but uh he's been very busy he, he's got a new book out max fun ad oh, cool. uh, there yeah uh, i had jordan What's... on but uh mm-hmm. See, uh, this whole getting guests thing, I'm so glad we don't. Like, we could barely get it together this week. Is this the first time we've been late ever? I think I so, because so. it, it'll be, because it is currently Monday, and it will come out yeah. today. Yes. And if you In want to, hour. you can come to Oino Vino, or whatever it's called, um, tonight. That's right. I keep thinking it's Sunday, because we usually record on Sunday, but today's the day. Kyle's going to have to process this hour-ish. and send it out. Yeah. What let um, hey I'm a I'm a if someone doesn't show I'm I'm available just waiting for my son to finish uh, blocking balls. <laughs> right, you could also use a couple of sets, and yeah. um, um, well, uh, yeah, I would love to go back to Ann Arbor. I miss that place. That was a lot of fun. I went there when I was pregnant. I was like six months pregnant. I had a video of myself pregnant there. That my my son's father was opening was featuring, you know, and okay, uh, yeah. It was an interesting time. Oh my god! <laughs> now that I look uh, back, yeah, yeah, it's uh, with eyes certainly narrowed. compelling. I don't know if it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: is Ann Arbor's the only one that I've done regularly? There's yeah. a new club in Traverse City that I did their festival. I would love to do that 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 club again, especially in the summer when Traverse City is gorgeous. But then probably lightly attended. Uh, but I would do it in the minute winter. That's fine. Um, I I am doing a, a festival at Tower City Comedy Festival in Paris, Texas uh, oh, in wow. January, January 26th or 27th. And then a couple days before that, on the 24th, I will be in Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, and uh, tickets are available on my website. Kilmer. Have you ever been to Louisiana? I have. I worked the Funny Bone in Baton Rouge in the 90s. And I had to follow Jackie, a local opener who only did jokes about 
very specific things in Baton Rouge and the crowd went, was crazy for him. And then it comes out Walnut Creek, California from the Bay Area with my, oh, it was a rough week. I'll tell you. Did Is that the one that Rich Miller booked? Um, He may have booked it. Yeah, I think it was, but it was because he almost, wouldn't he wouldn't book me there. You know what? You he he. That's because he likes you. Uh, it was mm. it was a rough one. I did work out at a pretty good pool there, though. Um, whatever the <laughs> university is in Baton Rouge, they had a good pool. I've never been to Louisiana. That. I understand that cockfighting is is uh, is legal. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.